This episode is brought to you by The V1 Project. Before we dive into today's episode of the Lift Effect Podcast, I want to tell you about something that's really quite special to me. It's called The V1 Project, and it's all about bringing professional pilots together to create a supportive community. You know, being a pilot is more than just a job. It's a way of life. The V1 Project is here to help you cultivate a core set of values and virtues that will help you enhance not just your career, but all aspects of your life. Many of you have reached out and asked about the Lift Effect Mental Skills course for value-based living. While we're not offering that course right now as a standalone course, we have included it as the first four months of the V1 Project. So if you want to take that course, you got to go into the V1 Project to get it. But here's the thing. The V1 Project is not just about what you learn, it's about who you meet. It's all about building a strong sense of community. Picture yourself surrounded by like-minded individuals, all on a journey to better themselves and to support each other. Our motto says it all. V1 is a place for professional pilots to build community, cultivate and develop and express a core set of values and virtues for optimal living in a supportive community with encouragement and professional guidance. So if you're a professional pilot looking for something more, something that'll take your career and your life to the next level, head on over to thev1project.com. That's www.thev1.com, as in the number one, not O-N-E, but one, project.com. Join the V1 Project today, and let's go. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Lift Effect Podcast. I am your host, Matt McNeil, founder, clinical director, and director of human performance at Lift Effect, where we assist professional pilots with maintaining better mental health and optimizing their mental skills. The goal of this podcast is simple, to help pilots and other high liability professionals and disciplines come out of the shadows to discover how we can live better lives personally and professionally. Join us each episode as we discuss various topics ranging from mental health, mental skills and performance, to business, entrepreneurship, and a few other surprises along the way. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Lift Fact Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Keller, along with my highly, highly motivated and just strikingly handsome Matt McNeil. How you doing, buddy? You're a liar. Uh, <laughs> and which part, which part of motivation so or the looks? You're so full. Both. Oh, that yeah. hurts. Well, motivated. I'm, I'm motivated. Yeah. Sure. Looks? You know, not so. Uh, not so. This, you know, you say those kind of things and it's gonna. You yeah, not? I'm, okay, I don't you're not know a liar. You're, you're a good BSer yeah. on that one, man. Yeah. Oh, that uh, hurts. You know, I realized. Well, in our little pre-show chat, I didn't ask you how you were, because that's what kind of jerk I am. How the hell are you, man? Uh, What's going on? We I covered um, my drama. You know, how, have you how been do I answer that this week? I'm, What's been going on? I'm doing my uh, my son's uh, girlfriend is over from uh, London, so we've been running her around a little bit, and uh, just mm -hmm. I'm doing uh, the Mister Mom thing with. Since mom's at work, my wife's at work, and the kids are doing their thing. It's just a, it's just that normal weekly chaos mm -hmm. that just uh, ensues. Um, I, our listeners would be very, very bored with my life, or either that. If I did tell them, they'd probably go, "You know what? 
my life isn't so bad. I like mine. <laughs> so, I th you know, maybe I should, but I, I nah. Uh, so, uh, hey, yeah. you know, what do we in got the, in the pre? Yeah, well, we today? were talking about something today, mm -hmm. and it this 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 is a, a kind of a, a continuation of something that we were talking about before. As you could tell, uh, I, I've already dropped a hint on what the word oh. uh, the word of the oh. day is a couple times. Yeah, I know. I know. We're gonna, you know. I didn't. Even, I, yeah, we, that's how bright I am. I'm like no clue. I'm like, what were you talking about? <laughs> you know, that's great. So, um, you were talking about motivation, and I figured I would lob that one over to you and just, you know, you were talking about the motivation equation, mm -hmm. and you know, I thought that'd be a really good thing to follow up on. So, yeah. I'm just gonna. I you had some ideas, and yeah. I'm just gonna kind of let the have you let the. Have you have the floor and let right? You, so we're just kind of riff. Just to provide a little context, last yep. week we talked about motivation and commitment, yep. and we got some questions about that over the course of the week. And I was just kind of talking to you in our pre-show. I was like, "Yeah, I got some interesting questions about motivation," and I think people were looking for maybe a little more deep dive into that. I covered the surface, you know, maybe the first five feet down. <laughs> but it's a 10 foot it's a just a 25 foot pool maybe we could go a little deeper into motivation so there's a a researcher he's a psychologist his name is Pierce Steele and he has done some of the most groundbreaking work on procrastination and i, I he basically won the equivalent of the Nobel prize in psychology uh with his research and his discoveries and so he came up with this formula that is really groundbreaking and i've applied it with clients and i've applied it on myself and i've explored it and i've really researched where this comes from and uh how it how it came about so there's it's 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 called the procrastination equation and uh this is sort of a a, a nod to uh brian johnson who's a coach who kind of flipped that on its head and said, well, sh you know, heck, this isn't the procrastination equation. This is the motivation equation. <laughs> and so this is a tip to Brian. Thank you, Brian. Um, it's brilliant. And But the procrastination equation is, uh, okay, so here it is. I can't, I'm doing this over audio, so I can't write it out. But just write this down if you can, or just hold this in your mind. But it's M equals... V times E divided by um, I times D, okay? M equals V times E divided by parenthesis I times D. M is motivation. That's So we're trying to figure out wh what is motivation? What is the breakdown of motivation? So there's a numerator and there's a denominator. And so <clears throat> the, the goal is, obviously, we want motivation to be high. Or you could, I guess you could reverse the jury say, I want to make some low motivation. And so you could say, this is how we're going to create low motivation. But the idea is you want motivation to be high. So the higher the numerator and the lower the denominator, the higher uh result you're going to get right makes sense basic Correct. basic yep. mathematics right it's like division right yep. like division want a super high numerator super low denominator so the numerator is v times e well v stands for value 
and E stands for expectancy. So let's break that down for a minute. So let's get into that. Value is achieving and sustaining motivation. It, it hinges on elevating the value of what you're aiming for, which is what we talked about last week a little bit, right? You're like, why are we doing this? Yeah. What, what, what is the point of this? So to maintain motivation, it's really vital to regain clarity on your, your, your core value of what truly matters to you. Talk to me, Carl. Give, break that down for a second. Like, what value? Where do you determine value? I mean, I think we start with core, mm -hmm. core value. I mean, we, I guess it depends on the situation, but I think it almost yeah. always comes down to core. At some level, I would ask. I would ask this question, and it yeah. may this may be cutting, uh, splitting hairs, but mm. we talk about values, our values, values. Yeah. yeah, and and like you say, core values. Yeah. Um, my question in this equation would be: when you talk about value, are we talking about values or the value of the issue or item or subject in question? So those could be two different things. Well, that could be two. That's a good. That's a great question. I think since we're talking about motivation your motivation the but the is it my motivation on a specific issue okay so let's say the, on my core value right issues? let's let's say oh we should probably come up with an example let's say the value is to to drive like you want to drive revenue up okay drive revenue mm -hmm. up this is a basic business example we could use a personal That's, life example too like i want to paint my house okay or I want to build the, the 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 shed in the backyard, but I can't seem to get my butt up off the couch to do this. Two examples. Well, we're talking about your involvement in making that happen. So now yeah. there is a value of revenue. Revenue is value. It's just it's a number, right? The higher the number, it's considered the higher the value. Of course, you have the tax man, so sometimes there's some, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, right? you got, sometimes you got to drive it down, right? That's why you got to have some <laughs> yeah. pretty good expenses Zero. in there. Yeah, yeah, right. But it's like, okay, so that in and of itself is fine. That stands independent. But in terms of your desire to push that, well, what motivates you? If, if you, is it, you're going to get a bonus? Is it, it allows the company to flourish and then that's who you are employed by or it's your company? But if you don't have a lot of motive, if, if you don't, if that's not a value to you, which is always like kind of, uh, I'm not even going to go into there, about some, I, I, something I, that happens in, in aviation where where it's like, you know, there's, it gets very contentious with labor management and then it's like, okay, we're going to start taxing really slow and we're going to start, you know, burning up the gas and, 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 and really kind of driving the revenue down. Well, then clearly like the, the profitability of the company, you you have lost, that's lost value to you. So I think let's stay with the person. Let's stay with the psychology yeah. of the person in here. So I think you're, you're motivated. It's got to be important to you or it's yeah, not going to matter. And in this case, I almost uh, equate V with a different I, which is mm -hmm. the, the importance of that, of what it is. How important is it for me because that motivation could be driven higher. If it's not important, there may not be much of a motivation. So that's why I say the value is a little bit different to me based on what you've, how you're outlining sure, this sure. equation. So in that regards, I think that V is critical. It's critical. You have, 
But without that, like you say, if that V is small, if that value importance uh, is a lo- is low on your priority list, right? You you you're already behind the power curve. You're, That's right. You're probably not gonna. Your motivation probably dies. It's right gonna then be low. If it's not, a, and it just comes down to that fundamental thing. If it's not yep. important to you, I don't care how much pump up you get. Or how many people tell you, or how much you try to convince yourself that you lo- that, that this is important to you. If it just deep down is not important to you, you're going to be lower on the motivation spectrum. Okay, so that's the value piece. Now, so to me, value is almost a given. It it's a given. To be motivated, that's got to be a high. Right. That's got to be something important. That's right. So to me, I'll leave that one is kind of an easy one to. It's an easy to one answer. to unpack. It comes down yep. to that. Why do you care? Right. Yeah. Why is this important to you? So that's the value now. V times E, E is expectancy. It, it, what are your expectations of achieving this? Now, it's great to have goals, uh, you know, and lofty goals, and we're going to have our big, juicy, hairy, you know, goal that we're going to try to achieve, but it has to be grounded in reality. I mean, yes, look, I, I, I love, uh, you know, I love guys that can slam dunk in the NBA. I'm not going to be a professional basketball player. Right? I might be motivated, like, man, yeah. I want to play. I want to do it. I love playing basketball. I don't like playing basketball, <laughs> but just using it. But I can't. <laughs> dunk. I, I'm not going to dunk. I'm not going to go do dunks in a major league game. I That would be, that's not re- realistic. I am the true definition of white men can't jump. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so expectancy represents what you realistically anticipate achieving. This expectation must be feasible. Mm -hmm. It can be lofty. I mean, it can be like shoot for the moon, but if it's totally deluded and delusional, which is why, like, sometimes, like, some of these rah rah, you know, company, uh, (laughs) we're going to be the best yeah uh, and it's just kind of like nonsense it's well, like look at uh look at uh i you know the independence air how these were rah rah we're gonna uh, remember that big right. meeting they had where they were gonna say hey we're gonna grind united into the ground that was a and all everybody was all excited and yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna buck the odds that wasn't grounded in reality no. and unfortunately they paid a, a huge price for it right but to, i i would say on expectancy what's really important is that you look yourself in the mirror and your prior experiences should be something that you look at and go, when I've in the past, have I had a tendency to over mm-hmm. uh, estimate what I expect something to occur? Ha- has I, have I met my expectations or did I shoot too low? Because if you have a history of always, you know, it's good to be optimistic, but if you set yourself up for failure because you're constantly overestimating what you think you can do or what the outcome will be, then you kind of need to look at yourself in the mirror and go, I, whatever my expectations here, I need to temper them a little bit, or I need to up up my game because I'm. People have a tendency when you hit your ex, whatever your expectations are, you kind of plateau. It, you know, most people don't drive through and right. and go. Let me see if I can exceed it. They kind of go, I met it. I'm happy. Right. I've met it. So to me, that expectancy is really important to look at yourself and go, what what kind of person am I? And what has my experience been when I've done stuff? Because yeah. that will, because you can create an artificially high V times E. You can, by, and I think this is overestimating where, things, yeah, or an artificially low. Right. Well, we talk about in V one, we we unpack willpower and then habits to get yep. there, right? And so part of of 
expectancy is being able to envision the future self. You have to really, I mean, do I really envision myself slam dunking in an NBA game? No, that's absurd. Like I could deludedly dream about that, but when I really sit down to envision my future self, I, I have to be able to see that this is possible because the willpower, which is what you need to drive through until you can create the habits and the algorithms, which if you want to learn that, come to V1. I'm not going to talk about it here. It's too much. But you've got to be able to have a future vision of yourself to to be able to expect this is realistic. So you need val it's got to be value valued, and you have to multiply that times the expectancy. That's your numerator. Get that really, really high. It's got to be That's really high. That's the top number. That's yep. the top number. Now that's weird. So, so I thought I heard. Oh, that's the dog barking upstairs. Yeah. Um, okay. Now let's cover the denominator, which we want to get really low. Well, the I stands for impulsivity. So scientifically speaking, impulsivity is the primary factor that erodes and eventually erases motivation. So think about this. If my willpower to not eat the donut... So I love donuts, but they're not healthy. Don't want to go to the bakery and, you know, buy a bag of donuts. If I can't see a future vision of myself of, well, what's that going to look like five minutes from now if I buy the donuts or five days or five weeks or five years if I do that? If I can't see that, then the impulsivity of buying them will overrule that. So impulsivity erodes and erases motivation almost faster than anything else will so you have to curb distractions it's essential to decrease impulsivity so another one right digital distraction uh especially like online activities tend to be a very top cult culprit in terms of impulsivity it's like i just gotta check facebook real quick let me, let me just check let me just check my uh email something real quick you, does that make sense yep impulsivity is is just terrible so Identifying your personal source of distraction is the most important thing you can do in terms of being able to identify what are your what's your impulsivity sort of you know uh, kryptonite, if you will. Impulsivity times delay. Scientific findings indicate that prolonged delays have a very detrimental effect on motivation. The longer you postpone, the more uh, your motivation just starts to, to, to splinter off. The bigger the mountain becomes. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I can, I can attest to that. Right. I'll do it later. Yep. Give me a second. Just, just one second. That's delay. These are the simple little delays that we do constantly that are really powerful. It's not some deep you know, ingrained delay. No, it's the, just give me a second. I'll take care of it later. I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I'm not really feeling it today. That's the delay. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't I would use the word powerful. I'd use the word destructive. It's totally destructive. Yeah. It's very destructive. And, and it's insidious. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like a, it's it, at, the, at that moment that it's, that you're delaying, that you're, that you're stiff arming it, so to speak. That's right. Um, but it it definitely is one of those things that all of a sudden you look back and go, God, I meant to do that a week ago or whatever the period was. Yeah. It's it is very destructive. It's destructive. 
And so how do you eliminate the, the delay piece? Well, you recognize it. Um, and you, you have to, I think you break tasks down into micro steps versus I got to build the shed or I got to increase revenue by a million bucks or whatever. I mean, like that's sort of silly. Well, what are some, like start with at the end yeah. and work backward of what needs to happen to be able to trace the, the, the many, many micro steps to being able to do it. And then you start with that step one. Yep. The danger is that, it, that you can reach the point where it's so overwhelming going, how do I, it's like, how do I eat the elephant? Yeah. It's so overwhelming I, that I don't even start because I can't, I'm going, I'm never going to do this. Like you say, they got to be incremental, but you got to, you can't rest on your laurels when you get those incremental gains. You have to go, okay, I've accomplished that one. What's the next one? Because if you don't, again, you'll plateau and go, oh, I got it done. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but you're right. It's If you don't do that and break it down, even if it's in major muscle groups, you got to, very rarely is something accomplished or achievable all at once. There are very few things, you know, making your bed is something that can be achieved all at once. Yeah. But like you say, to increase revenue by X is not something that happens instantaneously. No, no. It's like you said, do a little a lot, don't do a lot a little. Yeah. That's part of that is like really chunk things down into micro steps. It's much easier to, you know, it's eat the elephant one bite at a time kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so and like I think, you said about the delay, I just wanted to throw one last thing on yeah. the delay. We've talked about this before. Just like our podcast is the example of three, two, one, go. Just get up and start moving because you've said something, uh, an object in motion tends to stay in motion. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. So sometimes just getting up or just putting the pen to paper or mm. whatever the issue is, just starting it sometimes is all that impetus that you need to get it going. So, yes. you know, use the use the three, two, one, go and just go, you know what? By God, I'm going to do it right now. Not in five seconds, not in five minutes, but now. I think that's that's a key piece for the delay part of that equation. Yep. It's just yep. break it down. A three, two, one, go is great for the delay, but you got to start with your value. Yep. Why do you care about this? Why does it matter to you on a deep level? It shouldn't just be a goal. And there's a difference between goals and values. We've touched on that. I think of value as the compass heading and goals are the cities that you hit when you're heading in that direction, the mile markers. You, you got to know the, dire the, the direction has to make sense or all of the little mile markers are just going to be you know, notches and they won't mean much to you. So you, it's got to be valuable. You multiply that times the expectancy of like, I can actually achieve this. And I love, it, you know, sort of the impossible goals, but not to the point where you're like, that's kind of delusional. And then you, you will, that will erode that numerator. Then figure out what your impulsivity is. What's your, what's your kryptonite? Mine is digital addiction. And then multiply that times the delay. This is the essence of being able to increase your motivation. This 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 equations it's it illuminates this capacity like for for the the interconnectedness of of influence on ourself. You have to be able to influence yourself in a positive way. And so by just grasping the interplay of value and expectancy and impulsivity and delay, you can start to strategize effectively ways of combating the the procrastination that honestly like derails people 
It stops people from being able to flourish and, and bring it's, something of value. And, and then it'll boost yep. your drive to actually achieve what you set yourself out to. Procrastination has such... I, I, I can't even quantify the impact it has on your mental well-being. It, it's truly... It, 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 is, it, is, it, it erodes... Because you, it may, you get this... You start to get in this... Um, um, circular descending spiral of it's depressing because that the the object isn't the event the issue is not going away it's not getting better and sometimes it may Mm -hmm. be getting worse and it just it's and it's there it's on your mind it's you know depending on what the issue is and it can be procrastination just it's it's almost like somebody who drinks and gets Mm -hmm. drunk to forget about it the problem is in the morning when you sober up, it's still there. It's destructive. And, and so it, that, have you, can you, that's uh, procrastinating. Uh, do you have anything you can recall? I can remember one thing I, pro- like uh, one of these mass, uh, I have a couple different master's degrees and there was one particular one that I did where I, I was procrastinating on my thesis project. Just like finding uh, excuse after excuse of why I could not start it. Or get it, you know, just, and, and it was kind of this open thing, right? You just register for the, it's the last thing, you got to do your thesis. And and I was like, just pushing it off and pushing it off. And it was making me sick. I was physically ill. Because, not because of the work that needed to be done, but because I wasn't doing the work. And I, I my motivation, I, I lost touch with why I cared about the project. I lost touch with why I cared about finishing the degree. I lo- I just I had lost that so I had to rediscover some of that to to be able to get it done but it was it was really destructive for me. I was like yeah. a different person and I was grumpy and my wife was like why are you what is wrong with you know like what's the problem? And it's just like uh, you know it's kind of victimizing myself. I can give you an example in my in my life with my son. Um incredibly intelligent um always put things off to the last minute, procrastinated and tried to, you know, do the cram session the night before. And he said, I, I work good under pressure. And I'm going, but invariably, the grade he could have gotten wasn't as good as what he got uh, or w- would have been better than what he got because he didn't have the time to put the the level of detail and the research and all the granularity in it that it really needed. And what ended up happening is down the road when it came time, there was a, uh, a um, an institution that he wanted to go to after he graduated, and he couldn't do it, couldn't go because his grades had been affected, and and then and I think only then did he realize that he kind of caused a lot of that problem, and then he uh, took a course. It was, he, he, became, he was a volunteer firefighter, became a paramedic. He took the paramedic course. And I saw such a change. He got the he he studied hard. He did it proactively. Got things done before the due date, and he felt better. He did better. Uh, he's really good at what he does now. And it just was it was amazing to see the difference between those two, by from the same individual realizing that first of all he wanted to be a, a medic, a paramedic. That was important. Value high. Um. The expectancy, he uh, he had realistic expectations for what he was doing. His imp- impulsivity, he it was lower. He didn't have the distractions, and um, 
basically he didn't procrastinate. So he did he he bettered every one of the ones that he needed to to create a higher level of motivation because he realized that if you keep doing the same things you've done, don't expect something different. And and uh, that was a great example of what motive you know how you can positively impact your motivation by changing those things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was a huge difference. Yep. It's a good example, man. It's a good example. So in the grand scheme of things, can I can I can I leave us with this one final thought here? Absolutely. All right. No, no, this is my show. No. Well, the grand scheme of things, oh, I just I mean I just kind of think I mean I think we covered this this thing. I don't want to get too much more into it. I think we got it. But here's yep. the, th the th my thoughts on this. Just kind of listening to you talk about your son and what kind of comes up for me. The only tangible moment is the present. The past and the future, they elude our grasp. All that's certain is that is this very yep. instant. So, you know, cease longing for a future moment to define you. And just, there are no, there are no commonplace moments. The essence of your character reflects in all that you do. And so it's really important. It's urgent. It's imperative to just embody your best self right now. Not tomorrow, not what was in the past, right now in this moment. Do it. Yep. Now is what matters. That's yep. it. That's you, all I got. You, you can't, the past has happened. You can't change it. And the future is not guaranteed. So Bingo. you're absolutely right. The present being there, I love being with my kids. And if you're not, if you're thinking about the past or the future, you're robbing them and you're robbing yourself of the most important thing, which is that moment. So I agree on that note. It's uh, this is one of our shorter uh, mm -hmm. episodes, but like you said, this uh, we're not trying to beat the, the daylights out of topics. Um, as always, please give us a thumbs up, give us a review, send in your comments. Um, podcast at lifteffect.com. We appreciate you, and Without you, there we there's no reason for us to do this. So we thank you very much. Until next time, have a great day. Stay motivated. <laughs> keep those values up. Keep keep realistic expectations. Keep uh, get get limit or mitigate or minimize your distractions, mm -hmm. and um, seize the moment. Don't procrastinate. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lift Effect Podcast. If you want to dive deeper into this episode and every episode, go to our website, lifteffect.com forward slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, we would love it if you'd follow us on Spotify and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate your support. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, all with the ID Matthew McNeil. This show is brought to you by Lift Effect a clinical mental health and consulting company that assists air carriers, corporate flight departments, pilot unions, and commercial pilots by providing comprehensive psychotherapy and mental skills coaching services to pilots with mental health and mental performance related issues. Visit lifteffect.com, that's L-I-F-T-A-F-F-E-C-T.com to book your free consultation. 
And finally, this podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of counseling, psychotherapy, medicine, or any other healthcare service, including the giving of medical advice. No therapeutic or provider-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and any materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional psychological advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining advice for any psychological or medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Lift Effect podcast.